1: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James.
0: Sustain so Nutrition... Chilling The... Fat... Podcast... Episode... 57... 57 Varieties... There's not even 57 cents you know, that's just market. Uh, baked beans? Uh-huh. Mm. There you go. Joe! What are we talking about? Me, you
1: and Helen Miller. <laughs> talking about... <laughs> Consistent Christmas. You even just came up with the title! Yeah, I thought it'd come go in good. How to dodge the
0: Santa board this Christmas season. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. What
1: religion is (laughs) that? What religion is that? (laughs)
0: It's the religion of Coca-Cola. Bow down and worship me. Right, so it is a season to get get really really fat. uh, Which is something that we want to avoid. As fat loss coaches. Yeah, not ideal. So the worst thing you could possibly do other than... For an acid in our (laughs) faces. Going I mean, through a whole... Oh god! i have going to Things to do. Things to do. There um, is to kind of end up wasting all of January, probably some of February, losing the weight that you jacked on over December because it's Christmas. Maybe it's muscle mass. But now, maybe it's not. Yeah, we're not Christmas Grinches, and we're not saying don't enjoy your Christmas. But we're going to teach you some valuable life lessons about how to enjoy your Christmas without feeling like a complete prick and then rolling over. In 2020, <laughs> literally rolling over, saying, mm. hopefully, "Hopefully, everyone else can hear us." So, but <laughs> give us a like if you can hear us. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Is how you can rolling enjoy yourself, yeah, enjoy yourself throughout Christmas without having massive regret in January. Yes,
1: yeah, so there you've we go. Made a complete cock of yourself at the uh, Christmas pie. Me, mm. <laughs> you'd be hard pushed to just be me and you. Uh, anyway, I'm the doctor. Can't hear anything. Hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you can say whatever you like. Oh, firstly Alan, swear to me. Oh, nice one, you just swore. Fucking idiot. Fuck it! So, it's my belief, and I imagine yours too, that a lot of the reason behind people getting overweight is eating food that doesn't really add to their lives. So, we are all for, you know, we have an eat avoid list we're all for people eating and drinking things that they enjoy. We're not saying don't drink alcohol, we not saying don't eat chocolate, we're just saying eat these things in moderation at times when they really add to your lives. So often when you're marking food, diaries, is you'll see people apologize for having a glass of wine when they have a meal out with their partner and that's not the point of sustain. The point of sustain is to take out the calories that aren't really adding to your life. So you know when someone has five glasses of wine when well they could have maybe had one or they could have gin and tonics. So it's looking at the calories that you can cut out without your life suffering, you know, without it being less enjoyable or markedly less enjoyable. There's going to have to be some restriction. And this is what we're going to apply to Christmas because often, you know, people just, lots of swearing only because we thought we weren't being hurt. Often people just go far too far for Christmas. You, know, you go, the, it's Christmas. I can eat what I like, and then I'll deal with it in January. Well, the problem is, you then waste the valuable January motivation, losing the weight you have gained in December. So the aim of consistent Christmas is, funnily enough, being consistent and to try and maintain your weight from the start of December to the end.
0: Yeah, I think it's very important to shift your mindset for anyone who's kind of dieting or you know looking to do kind of weight loss. When you get to this period, I <laughs> get to this period where you're gonna be. Consuming more calories because there's so many more social events, there's so many more delicious pastry filled um, treats around. There's a lot of high calorie food around. It's to shift your mindset from thinking, gotta be good, gotta lose weight, to just thinking, I am gonna try and maintain my weight. So I'm gonna spend a month just maintaining my weight. That's gonna be massive progress. Or I'm gonna really like limit the amount of damage to the normal weight that I normally gain. So if you normally gain half a stone, over December, and you gained two pounds. That is a massive amount of
1: progress for me. That is a net five pound win, isn't it? On most yeah, people's year,
0: which is huge. That's yeah. a good month's worth of progress, if not more. That you can then kind of start in a much better position in January to continue your fat loss. So I think that the most important thing for me to start off with would be to shift that mindset and think: right, December is all about maintaining. I heard you mention because Christmas, while I went to check the sound. Sound is working on my computer, so you can listen to the podcast if you haven't been unable to watch this video live. Yes, um, which is not good for people watching live because they won't be able to. Oh, uh, yeah, never mind. Right, um, so shift your mindset straight away to thinking, I'm going to maintain or I'm going to limit the amount of damage that I'm going to do to myself this December. How are they going to do that, Joe? <clears throat> what do we advise?
1: Plan your treats. Plan your treats. Learn from past mistakes. For the main ones, isn't it? So look at what you traditionally overdo Christmas. Viz Yeah, it's going to be like the nothing stuff, isn't it? A lot of like chocolates in the office, biscuits, excessive drinking. I'm a fan of excessive drinking if it's rare. It's Christmas. Yeah, it just depends what, you, what your vice is or even just what you tend to overdo, what's, what's around you. It's not going to be, you know, your Christmas pudding on Christmas day. It's going to be an accumulation of treats that people have over and over and over that lead to these like traditional seven pound gains. And this is what we're going to try and cut back on. Yes. So for me,
0: starting off, we getting the basics in first. So still looking at getting protein at each meal, two servings of veg per day, two litres of water. So it's the same advice that I give people when they go away on holiday: is hit your basics first, and then take everything else as a bonus, or you can look to limit some of it if you choose to. So, I just said, you know, we're all about indulging, but not overindulging. So keep your Said, keep the calories in the count. So, for me, and this is kind of how Consistent Christmas was born. I think one murky night, my thought of the concept <laughs> is I fucking love mince pies, and I will quite happily sit and eat three or four in one go. No dramas, no dramas, Joe. Don't challenge me, amateur. I <laughs> watched you eat nine last <laughs> yeah, year, it was more than nine, it was 16. <laughs> I think you're fine. Anyway, um. But that's just kind of mindless eating. So what I did was I limited myself to, I think it was three or four a week, which made me much more mindful of my choices and, you know, kind of savoured them more. So as getting to the end of the week, I wouldn't just sit down and eat three and then be like, oh, that's Monday, I've eaten three mince pies, I've got one more to last me the rest of the week. It just made me more conscious of the choices that I'm making and made me enjoy the choices more instead of just going through and eating, you know, stolen for breakfast with Nutella spread on it and then the mince pie. It's christmas for your lunch yeah you know these kind of choices so kind of setting yourself out and scheduling or limiting the amount of these kind of high calories of food that you enjoy you can still have them but just have them in sensible amounts you know if you're going to eat four mince pies a day you're going to get a lot of weight trust me <laughs> trust me on this one so yeah hitting the basics so you're full so you're not making terrible choices and then kind of limiting the higher calorie stuff as well is a good option. I thought I said
1: the ballies will be my downfall, and it's baileys. So it's finding, you know, as you said there, mindful is such a good word because so much about eating, I don't know about you, when I gain weight is because it's mindless, mm. is that I'm just having food because it's there or I'm eating it in portions that aren't necessarily overly satisfying. Yeah, I was reading about this the other day about why it is that the three bites rule exists, which is that we get the most pleasure from the first three bites. And it's something to do with the receptors in our mouths that tell our brains how good food is. They tire really quickly a bit like a muscle. So if you hammer these and hammer these and hammer these, you know, in one sitting, you're not gonna get more pleasure from it. It's just science. You know, you're not going to enjoy that first you know, the last mouthful as much as the first, so to speak. Because you just there's not that need. A lot of the time when when we want, you know, certain foods, it's because we haven't had them or because we're particularly hungry. So those first few bites, that's going to be when your body, your mind, specifically is saying, "This is brilliant. This is going to help me survive." Or this is a food I've not had in ages. It's really decadent. By the time you get to that last spoonful of the Christmas pa- Christmas pudding, not Christmas pie. Tell them all <laughs> <laughs> When you get to that last spoonful then your body's already had that that need tips that box tips, so it's not going to be as good and this is where being more mindful and learning from your mistakes, you know, you've learned with your mince pies that it's just the wrong thing for you to do, that you don't get as much It's pleasure. not necessary.
0: Yeah. It's not necessary for me to enjoy Christmas or enjoy mince pies by eating 16 a week when I can get away with eating three or four, which is 10,000 calorie difference. <laughs> um, so that's the kind of, the, the as Joe touched on there, like kind of making poor choices when you're hungry. You know, often people were like, "Well, you know, you're going to be surrounded. If you work in an office, you're going to be surrounded by kind of high-calorie treats. Like everyone's going to have them in. So if you have very clear limits and it's just like kind of yes or no. Right, I'm going to have four mince pies per week, or I'm going to have one Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And that's it. It's very clear, yes or no. You're going to have a mince pie. Is it Wednesday? Yes, I'm going to have one. You're not kind of leaving stuff open to debate. Or one second. When you're ensuring that you're hitting that protein, you're hitting your veg, you're hitting your water, you're going to be less likely to make poor
1: choices due to hunger as well. It's such a, a good point you made there about um, making decisions ahead of time is that once that decision is made, it's so much easier to stick to. So having set rules, you call this in willpower research, it's called bright lines because you've got a definitive answer. And this is where being vague and saying, I'm going to eat less this year is useless because it's very easy to justify things to ourselves. You know, James, if James is... Thing and been I'm going to have less mince pies this year. you could usually have three on a Monday and say, "Well, I'll just cut back the rest of the week." And then it's so easy to yeah. just to oh, have these little I, lies and justifications. So yeah,
0: kind of go from if I said, "Oh, oh normally I have 16, I have 15." Have I succeeded? Because yeah. I've had less. Uh, technically, when actually, kind of in the back of
1: my mind, I was thinking, "I'm going to have four. Yeah, but people won't. They won't think they they will just set off with that that vague goal, which we just alluded to there, which is actually can be achieved but not achieve anything. So you can achieve a goal without actually getting anywhere. And then that's where a bright line is really good. So if you could have a set rule like I won't pick at food at work during December, that's going to be really helpful for you because that's going to be some ca- like a large amount of calories that you don't really enjoy. That's then quite easy to stick to because you've made your mind up, and that's often the case with you know you see this why people don't recommend alcoholics moderate because some things are really hard to moderate, and therefore stricter uh, limits on certain things can work really well.
0: Yeah, you kind of uh, uh, eliminates that kind of decision. Uh, fatigue yes. as well so like I say if you've got a black and white line where you say I'm not going to eat any of the snacks at work because I'm going to have the snacks of my choosing at home or on a night out or whatever it is you're totally eliminating the, the odds of you, you go, well I, just, well I might
1: have a little bit well Sandra does make a nice Christmas cheesecake there's no decision fatigue is a really good way of phrasing that because it's the more decisions you have to make the harder it becomes and this is why we often recommend planning your food because if you wake up in the morning and all your food is ready and you've made a decision you don't then have to decide and this is why people struggle more at the end of the day because their willpower is essentially less you know it's lower your your willingness to to fight that inner voice it's rare that people up. up the breakfasts yeah you know what i mean you start off well your
0: breakfast is good and then your lunch is you know normally people will take their lunch with them so that's already sorted you know, it's like Joe says when you get home from dinner, and you'll get. You know, we put up a poll saying, you know, kind of what do people want? Need, what do you need for success? We're like a personal chef. All right, so you can't afford a personal chef, which would be great. You know, imagine if you got home and someone was like, "There's your dinner." Yeah, just that's what people are saying. Yeah. But you can do that by having pre-planned food or batch cooking, or you know, having stuff that you take out of the freezer. You can make these choices easier. Absolutely. So, so far we've got. Make sure you still hit the basics. Limit or put some kind of limit or structure or scheduling into the higher calorie foods that you really, really enjoy. Next, I'd say, is kind of look at what you've got coming up. So it's going to be a very sociable time. Probably not for me and Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But look at these times when you're going out for Christmas meals. You know, they're going to be high-calorie meals, three-course meals. You're going to be boozing, drinking. Cool. Again, you know, all the previous podcasts we were mentioned about kind of eating out and stuff like that you can do those things or you can just enjoy it and you can kind of tailor the rest of your day and that's why if you're if you've got thursday friday saturday night out and you've got meals out and you've got drinks you've got parties and stuff like that then you're gonna have thursday friday saturday eating these indulgent choices enjoying yourself drinking having a good time cool so then it's more important to keep monday tuesday wednesday thursday a little bit tighter you know go a little bit lower calorie Hit your protein, you know, maybe restrict the treats more. You don't have to eat four pies Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because that's when you're gonna start piling the pounds. Yeah. Again, it. it's damage limitations. So if you've got three nights in a row out Yeah, did I say that right? Three nights in a row. Three nights in a row, you know, <laughs> out on the piss Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, maybe be a little bit more sensible. Give yourself a little bit of wiggle room so you're not just compounding 1,000 calories, 1,000 calories, 500 calories, 700 calories, 1,000 calories, 2,000 calories, Yeah, you know, on top of each other. So
1: just be aware of that kind of compound effect. Control what you can, enjoy what you can. Cool. I think keep keep asking yourself how much do you need, and that's, you know, a key point There's It's so easy to just go, well, I'll think about this in January, but then you'll just be doing what you've always done and you'll be where you've always been. So it's, I do like that phrase. So it's trying to make sure that, and it's not, you know, people say things like, um, I don't want to have to think about all this, this all the time. But unfortunately, until it becomes habitual, so for me and you, you know, we've done this for four years with Sustain, so it's it's so much easier once you have that skill set built. It's like saying you want to learn to drive and you don't want to think about it. Well, you're going to have to think about it in the beginning. If this is the first December, when you're trying to not eat with reckless abandon and shoving loads of food in, then it's going to take a bit more effort than usual. And that's just the trade-off that, you know, you kind of have to make. I mean, the nicest
0: possible way, it's like, okay well how often do you think I hate the way I look or I, hate, I, I dislike the way I feel because yeah. you know, that's the alternative we're asking you to be a little bit more sensible with your food choices to help you you know succeed to help you make progress so it does take a little bit to think about because we all know or you already know the results that happen when you're not kind of mindful or don't think about your food choices so
1: yeah, that's a trade you've got to make to quote the, yeah, to paraphrase the last two podcasts when I've mentioned um what Russell Brand said before about when we're trying to change is that we've got so where we're all at now is where we've gotten on our own this yeah. is an accumulation of our habits and our actions and our behaviours so if this is going to change then we have to do something different and that's going to either be reaching out for help or planning differently something has to change and ultimately that's going to take more effort because staying the same is easy but people are listening to this podcast or working with us or have worked with us or want to work with us because they want to see a change so you're going to have to put in that effort And actually, as you just said, there's loads of different solutions. You know, you you do the 10 minute meals. I started doing like, personally, zero effort meals. Things where it's literally just goes in the oven. And you can then do two or three at a time, or you can do two days at a time. It's these things that just make it a little bit easier that, you know, one day instead of me getting home and going out for fish and chips, I've then got a meal ready. And those are the little differences that, that add up. And that's the difference you see when people are successful, because they give you those solutions, they say, got home didn't have any food prepped but I had this in the freezer or I had this in the fridge or I'd made this the night before whereas other people will say I got home didn't have anything prepped got fish and chips and that's that that fork in the road between success and failure often and dude, just going back to the point that you said about when people are like oh, I don't want to think
0: about this it's just like if you were in massive debt because you never thought about what you spent your money on and then you just go well I just want to spend two months where I don't think about saving any money or you know kind of doing
1: anything proactive to get me out of this debt What's that going to get you? you know, Living on a whim. Yeah, it? that's fine, but not if it's at the detriment. You know, you're saying, think about how many times you've been upset. If it's if it's causing greater pain, then it's something you have to to change. Yes, yeah, so I think the next
0: thing would be to try and be more active. Mm, I was gonna say that. So you know, I'm not saying you know. though Everyone knows the old kind of adage of you can't out trade a bad diet, and it is very very true. But you can look to do a little bit of damage limitation. You know? it gonna yeah, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, I mean, I know it's going to take some effort because. It's dark, it's pissing down for about the last five days. The weather outside is frightful. Thank you. Your singing is delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've lost it now. Yeah, so just try and be a bit more active. So, you know, do a bit more cardio, do a couple of extra classes. Whatever it is that tickles your fancy, do that. But make sure you do it. And again, you know, it's one of those, if you've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday out on the
1: lash, try and be a bit more active. Eat your food. Be sensible with your choices. And not to be an absolute cock about this, I came to. So we are based out of a gym in Leeds, and I came to the gym on Sunday lunchtime, Sunday afternoon. Guess what? It was absolutely dead. And <laughs> a lot of people was in church. A lot of people. I don't think that's it. I could be wrong. Maybe it's more. So maybe right. Leeds is more secular than you. That often people say, you know, I don't want to get up because it's cold and dark and windy and rainy. Most people have their weekends off, and most people don't train on a, on a Sunday. No. you know if you're looking for an extra session these again those little sacrifices you have to make you may have to go to bed a little later you may have to get up a little earlier you may have to put some time aside on the weekends but most people will have a day off each week in fact everyone does near enough don't they i don't know only my clients who do seven days so schedule some something in something anything you know one thing that i've recommended to people before that one of my clients is taking on board is renting exercise bike if you haven't got time to get to the gym you, you can you know we were just looking just now at row machines and the I appreciate it. it's a, a decent amount of money to put out there, but you can buy these things and resell them, you know, if it's for a few like months, said, Oh, you, you can rent, rent them. You can rent watt bikes, it. you can rent air bikes,
0: you can rent rowers. You, go, you can just get a shitty exercise bike from Argos. There was one in the
1: skip yesterday that I looked at like, hmm, that's gonna good. But it's just finding easy solutions, because if your gym is a 10-minute trip each way, then that's a 20-minute bike ride that you can just do at home. You know, it's, it's as easy as that, and you, you're not losing any time. It's just there's gonna be sacrifices, aren't there, if you want to, to be able to have your treats, if you wanna have your cake and eat it? Christmas cake? You have to get your ass on a bike. Christmas cake. Other cardio machines are available. Yeah? So yes. I think to round it up. Should we talk about consistent Christmas then?
0: Yeah in the a second. Jesus Christ. I want to sell. <laughs> First one would be to change your mindset. Think about maintaining or damage limitations. Second one would hit the basics on your food choices, your proteins, your veg, your water. Make sure you're nice and full sensible meals. Third one would be... Plenty of treats? Yes. Oh, I, I nailed remember. it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just you thought I was listening. Plenty of treats, so kind of control what you can, enjoy what you can, but still be sensible about it. Fourth one? What do we say? Be more active? Yeah. It says. Yeah. More active. Pretty Fifth obviously. one? That was it, wasn't it? I think so. So that's it. So you can do all those on your own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We have, obviously, our consistent Christmas uh, December challenge, which we've run for the last two years with massive success, with the majority of people maintaining their weight. So the idea is to be the same way on the 1st of January as you are on the 1st
1: of December. Second. Or third. Second of January. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. expect people to on, on New Year's Day. Um, if you're sober enough to find a scale, you've got not, you've not really yeah, crawl onto <laughs> it. Ah, <laughs> it's coming in vomit. i I'm
0: yeah, so we have that we have our consistent Christmas contract which you schedule in your treats etc. you've got obviously the group support, you've got coaching contacts from myself and Joseph. We have a virtual mission which was very popular in the November challenge where you do a virtual trek of a Lapland where you can log uh, any distance you do, whether it's your steps, Are you yawning? No. stifling yawn, awesome. whether it's your steps, cycling, yeah. slash cross trainer. Um, spin classes, whatever it is 520 kilometres we're going to try and do throughout December and then we've got the brand new fat sizzling training app where you can log your workouts so there'll be uh, gym workouts and there'll be bodyweight workouts which will be suitable for you to do at home too, plus, plus Joe, I've not even finished yet lots of delicious recipes, we've got two cookbooks already in the group, we've got another one Oh, we've got another two on the way. What do you know about that?
1: How many does that make?
0: Four. Nailed it. And, oh, I nearly forgot (laughs) it. Nearly forgot it. The Sustain, Christmas, Advent, Calendar, Challenges. Catchy or <laughs> S-C-R-C-Z-R
1: <laughs>
0: where each day we ask, <laughs> we ask you to do a one tiny little thing which is going to help with your mindset it's going to help with your fitness it's going to help with your result like a little advent calendar window but it's got no chocolate in it <laughs> just a pressing
1: exercise machine
0: so that is going to kick off on the 3rd is Monday the 3rd? whatever day Monday is of December I don't fill that in, edit out um, second so you can join that group. I shall put a link on this video now or you can find the links on the home page of the Facebook. It's £20 to get access to the app, the mission, the group, the coaching, the cookbooks, the advent calendar and something else that I feel like I mentioned before. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review. If you don't, we're going to kick fencing.